Welcome, everybody, to the Energy Wise Home Show, guys. It's Chris and Travis with Chesterfield Service. Glad to have you with us today. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us today. We are uh, going to be talking about some some fun topical things, I'm sure. Yeah, today, you know, something unusual for the day. It's show number what? 31. We're going we're gonna to go outside the box of the normal heating and cooling stuff. And since everything hmm. has been about political stuff, why not jump into the... Really? <laughs> we're jumping right in the mix. Why dive not? Dive in? Yep. Right. You didn't know that heating cooling the pool's could be... empty, but I'm diving in. <laughs> could be political, could you? Did you? What? Yep. Heating cooling's political? Yeah. Well, today it's going to be political, oh, I guess. Boy. Or there is All stuff right. political about it. So, Hopefully if we, we can, say uh, stuff that offends you... <laughs> sorry. I'll, I'll just, yeah, I'll give you a sorry on the front side. Um, you'll get a little insight into our stance, I'm sure. The industry. But also how it affects the industry and things like that. So yeah. I think it'll be interesting. We, we talked be. a little bit about, be. about it before the show. I think we've got some good points and, and uh, make you think about uh, Bend your mind how, a little bit maybe. How's that? All right. I'm so ready. So basically uh, we're kind of saying as, uh, yeah, strap in because here we go. That's right. Basically how you vote could, first I'm going to just say get out and vote. Yes. Everybody get out and vote. That's yes. the main thing. We you are, know, a lot of we good are Americans. Men, a, good, a lot of good guys died to give you that right. So first yeah. sign up, get out there. Vote. And vote, period. Yes. That's the main thing. Number two is your vote makes a difference. Yep. Uh, your vote makes a difference in our arena when it comes to a bunch of different things. So first I would say, you know, right now we're living under uh, some some laws that were made. Uh, that you may or may not understand that has happened recently and cost you more money to uh, heat and cool or replace uh, systems in your current home or situation. So just for instance, uh, there's a global initiative uh, to ban uh, R22 in the world, right? You kind of know a little bit about that, right? Yes, refrigerant. R22 is Freon. Yes, or the the green can. Right, the green can of stuff. People may or may not know what that is, but that's the stuff that makes your air conditioner uh, get cool yeah, and actually gives less. you cooling in the house. And so uh, that type of refrigerant has been banned in the United States from production as of, I believe, this year, right? Uh, yeah. It went away. Bam. That's yeah, it. It's, production went away. Well, now production we're using, went away. Now we're, now we're using the reserves as well as the um, recovered, recovered and recycled refrigerant. refrigerant. Right. Um, so... Yeah. How so, that's actually costing you money is this. That cost of that refrigerant, which is in probably about 90% of the homes out there, uh, has doubled in the last year. They're saying it's going to double again next year, and then it's just going to continue to go up and up and up until you're forced, because of cost of the refrigerant, probably to replace your air conditioner. Yes. And so uh, out of all the packs and all the countries that are in this pact of people that are doing it, uh-huh. um, uh, we may be the only ones that are uh, actually – being held to that standard <laughs> in the whole world because right. uh, the other people that are in that are actually still selling us refrigerant on the black market. And hmm. so, huh, yeah, it's a weird thing. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so the other people that signed the treaty and said, yeah, that's what we're all going to do are really not doing it. And not so we're holding, yeah, so we're holding ourselves to a standard that nobody else is really adhering to, which is pretty senseless in a lot of ways. Uh, so it's costing you. I mean, it's pulling yeah. money out of your pocket. So how that happens even right now is if you have an air conditioner that breaks in your own home, uh, instead of just replacing the air conditioner outside and everything being good and great, and away you go, and say the cost would be somewhere between $1,500 and $2,000 for that unit, right? you can tack on another uh, $1,500 yeah, on top of that. Bucks. Uh, because now you've got to replace the coil inside so that the unit matches and you can run the new refrigerant. And so... 
those things, you know, were voted in by people that we put in to positions uh, for us to help us out. Out. Right. <laughs> we're the government and we're here to help. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's one thing you don't want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> we're here. We're here and we're here you know, to help. So, <laughs> so that that right there, I mean, that's that's the very beginning of it. Uh, now uh, what they're looking at on a bunch of different levels is they're looking at uh, um, different ways to increase the efficiency uh, of your current heating and cooling system that you have now by either forcing upgrades or forcing manufacturers uh, to do things. Uh, for instance, we have, you know, we've got the big blow up here recently and every time one of the political people are out there talking, they talk about carrier moving uh, ah. to Mexico. Well, moving yeah, to Mexico. Moving to Mexico. And right. so uh, I think I believe that particular manufacturer is the last one to finally move to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. That was all brought in, brought on by the labor unions. Uh, we've got kind of an inside there uh, that's said, you know, they've they've dealt with it and dealt with it and dealt with it and tried yeah. to keep that uh, manufacturing facility opening open here in the United States. And just due to uh, some of the governing bodies that are there in Indiana and. Uh, things that are around it, including the including the local labor uh, people, uh, they they really been, just couldn't been, come to yeah, an agreement. They've been that forced to move. Make sense, yeah. And so you know, it's, it comes down to the, can they be profitable doing it? And no, they couldn't. And so they're forced to move. They didn't want to, but they're going to have to move. And so, yeah. well, uh, also to to play on that because I was talking with a guy who's kind of close to the source. And he said they've got a a plant down in Collierville and a similar situation was happening there and they came to an agreement and they came to something that could make sense for the workers as well as the, as a manufacturer and they said you know for the foreseeable future we're not going to move that plant because we can make it make sense right so part so, of that is you know part of that is the governor and the government that is in and around that that can help uh help with those laws uh, as far as governing you know even even the cleanliness of the plant uh, the restrictions that it has to fall underneath as far as energy consumption and noise and uh, smells. I mean, there's just a lot of different things that play into a process like that that, that can force a plant to move. And so or, it's— Or make it impossible or to make stay. It, exactly. And I, I think know. that's uh, kind of what happened there as yeah. far as I can tell. So there's just a lot of different things that kind of fall into something like that. But— uh, one of one of the uh, regulations on top of that is, uh, are, to boot with that, I guess you could say, is the minimum efficiency standards. Uh, we're all underneath not only the the R twenty two band, which is the refrigerant band, but then the minimum efficiency for air conditioners. Right. And so that's something that's gone into effect. Uh, was that this year this, or last? This year. Well, and it and it changed. It changed this year. It changed this year, and and we we did see an increase on heat pump efficiency mandated right. in our area. In our area, and and what makes it really weird is that it's by zone, which is basically by how much you use it, is how they made that efficiency mandated. So, like south of us, the Not fourteen too far south. 14 yeah. SEER is a mandate. Right. For us, 13 SEER, and this is air conditioners. Right. 13 SEER air conditioners, okay. Um, and it's really any further north of us, it's still 13, still 13 SEER. 13 SEER. But as you get into the northern states, and including us, was a mandate on furnace efficiencies. Right. 
which you're jumping ahead of me there, but yeah. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. We're still on air conditioning. I'll draw back. Okay, I get all excited. Yeah. So when you, and the further south, the further south you go, the higher efficiency they make you go to. I think it's a 15 seer, like in Arizona or something, isn't it? Uh, yeah. When you get out southern southwest, I right. guess it's so. Just 15, depending on where you're listening to it, on just have, heat pump. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I hear it's. I'll do it, some research. That's, yeah, that's the problem. Is you don't really know, and depending on where things are sold, and things you can actually buy and sell things on the internet now. Uh, so your local contractor uh, would be forced to buy something that's a higher efficiency just because of local guidelines. But you, as a person locally, you could go and buy it on the internet and buy something that's shipped. without. Uh, yeah, you you can go out of the parameters and have it shipped. So. It's a weird deal. We'll come back. We'll get back on the other side. We'll talk more about uh, some of these crazy laws we're living under. Air conditioner overheated? Whether it's a quick fix or time for something new, you need a dealer who knows what it takes to keep things cool. And a Bryant dealer does whatever it takes. It takes attention to detail, the right tools, and friendly, knowledgeable service. Bottom line, it takes a Bryant dealer to keep your family cool. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's show, yep. show number 31. 31. How do they get in touch with us, Travis? How? How? It's easy. You can find us on the web at chesterfieldservice.com. You can Facebook us. You can Twitter. You can Instagram. That's Instagram, right. I don't yeah. know. You know, you, you can't Instagram really. Us too I much. guess you could. You, you could, could go on there yeah. and yeah, do that. Basically, or, a bunch of pictures. Of. Yeah, simple enough. Just <laughs> pick up the phone and call us, 636-532-5841. That's the easy way to get us. If you really want to even talk to us, you can actually talk to me or Travis if you really, really wanted to. So today is something weird. We're doing a political show since we're in the political se- uh, season. Yes. First thing we're going to say is, sorry if we offend you. We don't mean yes. to. We do have some opinions. But the main thing is, <laughs> get registered, get out to vote. Yes. Period. bunch yes. of good men gave their lives to to you to, to do that. So as an American, we're going to say, get out and vote, whatever yes. it may be. So we stand behind that. <laughs> yes, yes. We can we can all come together on the some, next some thing, topics. Yeah, and the next and thing we're going to talk about, sure. regulations and local codes. Ooh. So those these things are all the regulations and local codes, again, are still voted on by you, by your local municipalities. And so the yes. people that you vote into office, and I know this is a presidential election coming up, and we're going to have some of these little tag-along guys that you're going to vote for aldermen, and you're going to vote for uh, county right. councilmen, right. and all that. These are the guys that make these kind of rules. So it's still right. regulations that you're that are affiliated with the same thing, and and may have more an impact of an impact <laughs> on your real day-to-day life. Yeah, yeah, because they have to do with things like licensing. Uh, any type of uh, local licensing that you may need as a contractor or licensing you may need as a as a homeowner uh, for sale of your home. While we were in a break, we were kind of talking about a horror story that had gone wrong that we can't talk about on the radio. And so, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we've got local licensing for uh, our technicians. Uh, uh, these licenses uh, are held by uh, our local guys that go through and have to do a certain amount of of, uh, of uh, training each year uh, to keep up with that license. There's a cost affiliated with that, and it's not only for St. Louis City, but St. Louis County yes. and Jefferson County. And so there's different licenses for each one of those, as well as fees. <laughs> but, and St. Charles. For each one of those, St. Charles County, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and. Yeah. We and have so. some other municipalities that are separate <laughs> from those guys. Yeah. So those things will directly impact uh, you, your home, uh, what some guys think may be code and what things are not code and how they enforce them, as well as licensing process that's involved for any contractors that may, may or may not be, you know, part yeah. of the building codes and things like that. So. Uh, you can really get af- affected cost-wise on a lot of those things. We had a house sale that fell through because of a local code infraction. Uh, and so it's just, you know, it's a bummer when something like that happens. And, uh, you know, we've hired people to do uh, public service, and sometimes they don't do it. <laughs> yeah, or they, or they just kind of do it poorly. Poorly, right. <laughs> <laughs> So anyhow, that's the, we'll get off the rant on that one. So all right, yeah. The main thing is get out and vote. So right. uh, the, the other things that are that are directly affiliated with uh, the R twenty two Travis uh, touch basically on furnace, and we got a whole thing on that um, right. uh, with a ninety percent of first first efficiency. I'm trying to talk good. Are you? And yeah. All right. <laughs> Try harder. That's right. So ninety percent efficiency. Uh, for your furnace is uh, currently on the books as a new standard. Yes. Uh, although they are not enforcing the law. I don't know how they can do that, folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it, watch it them a, retroactively enforce it. I don't know. Yeah, this is going to be crazy deal. But they've, they've actually passed a law that says every furnace sold uh, uh, through the manufacturers – Every, to be every furnace manufacturer. Every furnace manufacturer. There you go. Yes. Stay there wrong. Yeah. So you you back it up a couple of steps. Yeah. So not only can when they not sell lower 80, efficiency. Yeah, anything less than 92%, 92. I think it is. Yeah. 92 is a minimum. Minimum standard now, efficiency. That, so let's let's take this a little little uh forward backwards. back yeah. back and 92% or high efficiency furnaces are the ones that use a plastic piping. So those are the ones that have the piping that usually go out the sidewall and they don't go through that chimney that's in your house. Right. So, and that's where in lies the problem is that some homes, you can't vent those uh, without major reconstruction of the interior of the home. So I'm going to back up one more. The the real major, the the major inefficiency here is that the people, no, is that the people who (laughs) wrote this law... And passed this law, had no business doing what they were doing because they didn't understand right. the situation that these were in. So now we have lawmakers out there uh, basically infringing on our. I don't know how you would even say that. It's not infringing. It's it's comfort. It's, yeah, it's infringing, infringing on, on my comfort. comfort. Yeah, yeah, especially comfort of my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, basically forcing something down our throats that can't physically be done. Well, so well I'll, I'll say anything can be done. Yeah, anything can be done. But it makes them practical from a cost standpoint. Yeah, from a cost. And that's really where it goes. Yeah. And and I'll say these laws were, were set up in Washington. Yeah, we have, poor, poor job. Right. We have groups of folks in Washington that are there to represent us and that are there to talk to the lawmakers to make them understand this. And the lawmakers are like, yeah, we really don't need your input on this. We got it. Like, <laughs> so they passed uh, a law. What they did was they passed a law 
that said, so here, here's, for, here's a for instance. If you have a 90% efficient furnace, it creates condensation, okay, because it's so efficient. Kind of like when you first turn your car on in the morning when it's cool outside and there's water that runs out of your tailpipe. Right. This is what happens to a furnace, okay? Right. And so uh, it's called wet time or whatever the case may be, but the furnace, when it's running, it constantly condenses. And right. so that's why it has plastic exhaust pipes, okay, right. so that way it doesn't run out. Yep. And so most furnaces are far less efficient than that and don't have plastic venting, uh, plastic venting because they don't condense while they're operating. Right. And so everything that the manufacturers are supposed to be manufacturing right now are supposed to be condensing furnaces. Right. The problem is if you put a condensing furnace in an area that's below 32 degrees, now you have an ice block. Right. Because the con- condensation that the furnace now forms will freeze internally inside the furnace. So think about that for a minute. If you have a furnace that's in a crawl space, a furnace that's in an attic, a furnace that's mounted on a roof, a furnace... So there's right. all different kinds of situations where these furnaces sit all the time that right. now they can't. Right. The, on top the, of that... so Just make it really impractical. Yeah, yeah. So the only the only help out there is to go, okay, well, now I've got to... I'm going to have to change that to an electric furnace, Right. Right. So that's going to require you to replace the entire panel in your home, or it's going to require you to run electro, extra electricity, maybe even to the house or the facility. Yeah. And so the amount of money that they're trying to make you spend in order to gain this efficiency is crazy. And I'll tell you, electric, while it is efficient in a sense, because the electric rates are typically more when you look at it in a in a BTU Pay. cost. Right. You know, its effective rate is not as yeah. Great. Its effective rate is way more expensive. Right. So if you can heat, at least in the in the Midwest where we're located, gas is a really efficient uh, heat medium. Makes a lot of heat. Makes a lot a of heat. A bit of gas. Relatively cheap. Uh, whereas electric, unless you're doing it in a heat pump or some type of a high hybrid or something like that, then uh, gas is is typically a primary heat source that works really well. And efficient. That one quick. We'll be right back, folks. Yep. We are celebrating 40 years of serving our friends, neighbors, and family in the West County area. We would like to say a huge thank you to those clients who've been with us from the beginning in the early days, and welcome to the family to our new clients. Hey, Welcome back, back, everybody. Are we back? Third and final frontier of uh, the political show, right? The. The political show. So get out and vote. <laughs> That's what we're saying. That's the main yes. thing. That's the head yes. topic. Get out and please, vote. Please use your liberty and go out and vote. <laughs> That's um, right. Get out That's, there, get it done. That's right. So uh, we were talking earlier about 90% efficiencies yes. uh, on furnaces and yep. how that was basically you know, the demon child of the world. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah and and here's i guess i'll i'll take a little side to that is um you don't have to replace your furnace however <laughs> however when you do you may fall under this law because it, at this moment they haven't given us a well we're gonna we're gonna table that or we're gonna start enforcing it as of this date they basically they just keep said, saying they're going to but right. they haven't so the law is actually there it's on the books 
It's actually uh, the manufacturers were supposed to have stopped making 80% efficient furnaces uh, in our available in our area. Right. <laughs> That's the other thing. This is another regional thing. So an 80% efficient furnace would still have been available in uh, the southern states because they just don't use 80% of furnace. You know, they don't use that much gas. Right. Right. And so efficiency an eight, yeah, doesn't efficiency would have been uh, much lower. So they're almost forcing you to um, they're almost forcing you to go uh, to a, a a dark area there where you, you where you're working underneath the table on on doing things because of cost. And there'll be guys that'll do it. Uh, you yeah. know, our industry is you know not all that clean. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> We've got to snuggle it. Now here's here's on on that end of it. Missouri is a border state when they when you look at uh, north versus south on their little chart. Uh, what is that? That's yeah, north, south, southwest is how they have it broken up. Yeah. So right beneath us is Arkansas. So if you're down Cape or something like that, right, you could have a supplier in Cape and people coming from Arkansas buying equipment. So it's really it gets ugly in right. those areas because they are border. Order areas well, let's say if you had a furnace that needed to be replaced in your home and the situation was an 80%, right. and all of a sudden you're going to incur an additional $3,000 to have a furnace put in your home. Right. Well, who wouldn't be a good guy and say, well, I'm going to go ahead and take care of this person because they don't have the extra $3,000 to put this furnace in. Sure. And and sneak a furnace in overnight. Right. <laughs> right. Or, yeah, I mean, the furnace <laughs> just shows up there and voila. Yeah. yeah. Or you yeah. order it on the internet, it shows up, and then you have somebody install a furnace that the client bought. Right. So there's just the regulation side of it is crazy. And so yeah. I don't know. It gets messy. Yeah, it does. All right. You ready to put your aluminum hat on? Um, I generally go. don't wear an aluminum hat. <laughs> However, here we go. Yours, yours is back at the office. Sometimes Chris does wear the aluminum hat. I tell him so, you got to take it off at times yeah. too. So, all right. So this is what's okay. on the aluminum hat wearing side is yes. is they're uh, passing laws and trying to get uh, ways to regulate how much electricity and gas you can actually purchase or use. I don't so know if that's so much how even that aluminum even happen. Aluminum hat, right? Uh, yeah, it's, it's not that far. Yeah, in, it's, yeah. I mean, we're we're being we're being pushed now, and, and I'll say, you know, we're we're saying all these things about efficiencies and things like that. As a general rule, we want to be nice to the planet, and right. we we run about ninety, I don't know, ninety ninety five percent of our of our business down in Chesterfield is solar powered, right? Which is awesome on our own business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, we're, so we really try to be green. We really yeah. try to uh, get our clients to go to the most efficient and the most effective things for their homes, right? Uh, and so, but and, it's just, and we advise them, you know, hey, here's here's what makes sense. And yeah. in some cases, I had a client the other day that it was a it was a business situation, but because of the size and how much use that unit you ran, right. the cost to go up in efficiency just didn't make sense. Right. I'm like, yeah, it take it take the lifetime of that piece of equipment to pay back the the upcharge on the, the efficiency. On it. Yep. Doesn't make sense. Nope. So. Yeah, there's so, there's situations. All right. So there, so the way this is going down or how it's happening is actually through automation through electric and power companies. And they're already facing it out on the coast. Right. Um, basically what they're doing is they're giving people uh, either a thermostat or they're giving them a rebate on their electricity yep. in order to control their thermostat. Right. And so there are days outside when it's hot and their grid is maxed out that yep. they are going to start regulating what the temperature is in your home. Right. Uh, and there are certain thermostats nest that's, that are a part of that. 
<laughs> huh? I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, I'll, I'll go a little deeper on an aluminum hat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here I go. Yep. Strap it on. Um, when you have a product such as Nest uh-huh. uh, that is part of the all-knowing Google mm-hmm. uh, that has more data than any Person on the system planet. should yeah. on everybody and everything, um, and now all of a sudden they have this device in your home that knows when you walk by, that knows what you like the temperature at, that knows when you're home, when you're not. Yep. A little weird, people. It's yeah. <laughs> a little freaky. A little freaky, a little <laughs> weird. You start thinking about that because yeah. they're going to know. They're going to know exactly when you're walking in your house. They're going to know when you're on vacation because you've hit the vacation mode. They're going to yeah. know. So as far as hacking your house and being able to see exactly oh, what you're even, what you're doing and what you're not doing and when you're right. doing it and when you're not doing it. Taking in. They're going to know. from a <laughs> From a marketing standpoint. Yep. Them to know, hey, oh, it looks like you've been on vacation. Right. So then they, you know, you then get hit with go, these oh, offers. Yeah. And you get hit with those <laughs> offers. Oh, it looks like, you know, you had yeah, people You over. just hit vacation mode on your thing. So this is the stuff that's going to start popping up on your phone. Right, like, your you phone need to have this computer. or you need that or this. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, man. So they're yeah. doing it. They're doing it under the guides of automation. Uh, it's, it's happening. They're doing it on the coast in order to help unload their grid a yep. bit. Uh, they're doing it by giving you a little bone here and there about, uh, you know, less cost of operation and different things like that. But the automation thing. Or maybe even uh, just giving you the thermostat. Yeah, giving you the thermostat in order to to somehow or another make that happen. And so, right. uh, but th- th- that's, that's in a, that iOS fine print. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but all those regulations and all those things that happen are things that are that have been okayed. By some lawmaker somewhere, or put in put in on the books that allow them to, to take advantage of you in some way. And so it's just important to know what you're voting on, what you're doing, how you're yeah. doing it. Do some research the before you go there. out and vote. Yep, the things that are out there. I mean, there have been more than one time when I've gone out to vote myself, and I'm like, what is this all about? I don't <laughs> even know. You know, I could wish I could go. I don't know, and put a you know check mark. Yeah. By that, I have no and clue. I like a line point. item veto on this one because <laughs> this makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, the way you've got this written, I can't even tell what this means. Right. So There's too uh, many there negatives. Are, there are uh, easy ways for people that don't know this. There are easy ways to go out and find out what you're actually going to be voting on line by line uh, in your own ma- municipality. And so if there's other things other than just the general election that it's, that's on the ballot, uh, it makes it nice and easy for you to go out there and say, okay, well – uh, I'm going to be voting on this alderman and this guy and who's this and what what's they're all about so that right. you can on the front side, you know, everybody's carrying a smartphone just about now. Uh, you can go out there and, and do a quick download on your local municipality on who they are, what they're all about, uh, so that you can be a smart and informed uh, voter. And right. I'd, I'd say make sure, do that. Make sure that who you're voting for is, lines is up not— with who you are. Right, lines up with who you are and you don't go afterward. Oh, oh man. What? <laughs> what the? What the? No. Hey. <laughs> I didn't think they did that. Yeah, those are good people. So right. anyway, well, thanks for spending some time with us this afternoon. Yeah. We appreciate it. Hopefully uh, you enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, and we will talk to you next time. Thanks. Thanks.